Let me ask you one question. What's more important to you in life? Is it things and items or experiences? I mean, most of you that are probably listening to this podcast would probably say that it is experiences, right? Couldn't agree more. Um, things and items are nice, and yeah, they're, I mean, we all get into that place where we really think we want or need a thing or item, and in some cases, that thing or item might give you those experiences that you're looking for. So, in essence, I mean, it's really not, you're still after the experience, even with the thing or item, you know what I mean? You know? But, uh, yeah. The choice is yours, and uh, experiences are great. That's why I like going on vacation and actually spending some of your uh, some of your confirmation money on a vacation. Really, isn't a bad idea. You know what? Vacation. I mean, if you don't pack them too full of shit, they won't be too stressful, right? And you're actually there to kind of set aside some time to rejuvenate yourself and relax and enjoy and or learn a new experience, correct? Welcome to the Poultry Homestead Podcast, everybody. I'm sure glad you're here, and I just about fuck up saying that every time I say it. So I'll say it again. Welcome to the Poultry Homestead Podcast. I'm sure glad you're here. Wow. Let me tell you, winter is unrelenting this year. Uh, I saw something, I think it was on the news the other day at work, because I don't watch the news, but the guys at work do, and so the news is on. And I try to, you know, I actually have my back to the television, because I'm really not that type of person. I do not like the news, but, you know, I'm at work, and we're getting ready for work, and the news is on. So, guess who gets to watch the news now? It's me, and I don't like it at all. But anyway, uh, I did see one interesting thing on the news the other day. We average in Minnesota 80 days of snow cover a year, okay? 80 days. 80 days. We are up to 130. I think, yeah, well, that was probably like 10 days ago. So we're probably up to like 140-something, and it is not leaving anytime soon. The fields around here, um, God will grant us warmer temperatures. I know he certainly will, but I'm wondering how much they're going to jump when they really do. It's, you know, mid-March right now, and there is three feet of snow every single place in the middle of every field. You can't even see dirt, like, in any field. Like, you know how sometimes it snows and the wind blows, and then in a hilly area, like on top of a hill... It'll be cleaned off because the wind kind of snows, blows the snow off of it as it falls. Because it's such a windy spot. Fuck. You can't even see the top of the hills right now. It's still completely snow covered, a complete sheet of white. Usually it kind of looks like cookies and cream out there this time of year. And uh, the snow melts fast in those black fields. Because in Minnesota here we have beautiful black soil. It's uh, some of the richest farmland in the whole world and uh it's just jet black the soil is here and let me be honest with you i'm not seeing any black right now 
And I, usually this time of year, it's almost all black. So uh, guess I'll have to be a little bit more patient for a little bit more time. <laughs> and God bless those of you who live around here, because holy shit, uh, spring fever is really hitting fast, and the winter blues have been for about a month and a half already. Cabin fever. So uh, hang in there, folks. It can't last forever. It can't. Oh, man. So anyway, we're talking about the experience you have. What would you rather have? Things or experiences, right? So when we sell our eggs, we want to make it an experience, okay? And we don't really look too hard into it to give people an experience while selling eggs. But we also want people that get our eggs to have that experience. So, you know, I mean, we don't, we want every color of egg that we have in that carton. Okay, it's just kind of our, it, it's, it's our, it's, it's our way of showing that the eggs came from us. So, you know, because you guys already know if you've been listening to this podcast for a long time, we have just about every color egg you can get. Except for the really, really dark brown ones, which we might have a couple that are pretty dark, but I mean, nothing nothing too dark. But I mean, just about every color of emerald, green, blue, olive, uh, white, tan, brown, reddish. We, we, we have a lot of color in that carton when it goes out. And we don't separate them. The fact is, the, the, the least amount of eggs that we get are white. Because uh, white egg layers don't last very long. They lay like hell when they do. But once they're done, they're done. You know? And what's really kind of neat about this specific flock that we have of 47, 48, you know, upper 40s is what we have for chickens right now. But what's really unique about this flock that we have is we have some that are the grandparents of the ones that are laying right now. And we, we've been hatching out our own for quite a while. I did bring some outside genetics into our flock. But what we're getting right now is just about as good as it gets. We got some on the tail end of their laying career. They're three to four years old. They're about done. And then we have some that are in the, in the tail end of their career, but still laying pretty heavy, you know, like a year or two younger. You know, so they're two-year-olds. And these two-year-olds are laying decent, but not daily. You know what I mean? And right now we have probably our biggest group is the group that is less than a year old. They just started laying about two to three months ago. And they're laying like a motherfucker. Right? And, and they're laying all kinds of colors because they're a barnyard mix of everything we had before them. We actually hatched out our own, and they are every color, creed, and shape, and everything. I mean, it's just amazing. And you would think it would really kind of cancel itself out and just become something that is 
uh, I don't know, how do you say it, that would just kind of mold itself into a drab single color of egg, but it does not. And actually, it's, it's created some of its own unique colors. Because, you know, we used to have Easter eggers and olive eggers. Now, Easter eggers kind of laid a smaller, kind of bluish egg. And our olive eggers kind of laid, or they still do, they lay a, if you painted red on each end of it, it would look like a giant olive. That's the color it is, okay? So that real kind of dark, almost dark drab green. And, you know, we've been breeding with other breeds and different everything. So now we're getting some really unique colors. So like almost whitish green and whitish emerald and bluish. You know what I mean? So, I mean, we're getting so many of these green colors because olive eggers and Easter eggers are really heavy layers. And what I didn't know about them is they lay for the long term. They're not like like a white leghorn or a California white. I mean, these guys chug-a-lug-a-lug-a, 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 just keep laying. Almost like the Energizer Bunny of layers. So we get a shit ton of them. Now, not only that, we have a very heavy buff Orpington influence in our flock. So we're getting like a light tannish egg quite a bit because we had a buff Orpington rooster for quite a while. We have, you know, these, uh, we're getting like dark browns because we had some golden comets, I think, and some ISA browns. And what, what else? Uh, Rhode Island Reds. <coughs> so we're, we're also getting that middle wave brown egg. This is like a good sized big brown egg. You know what I mean? Or big reddish brown egg. We also get some purple influence, which is kind of from the naked neck c- category or turkin. And uh, they, they kind of have a sheen to it that's slightly purple. And... Sometimes when people hatch those out, they think they're going to get a naked neck, but they don't. And what's really weird about our flock is people have been hatching them out for a couple years now. And it's very unexpected as to how many naked necks you'll get. But that, those genetics really hang on. Because the only naked necks we really had was a uh, great-grandfather. You know, uh, I got one dozen. Or no, two dozen from a lady. And she had a naked neck rooster, and that's what we brought into our flock. And to be honest with you, they're real interesting and neat. So good layers, too. And friendly birds. So, I mean, there's absolutely no regret there. They're not my favorite, but they were fun, you know. Um, So, yeah, you know, it was pretty neat. But now that we are roosterless, we're not hatching anything. And we're actually going to be downsizing our flock... And believe it or not, we're not keeping all of the layers currently. So uh, that's just kind of what's on order for this spring. You know, we're just going to kind of dial her back a little bit and then maybe have the chickens in the barn with the cows and eventually get the pigs in the barn too because this was such a harsh winter. It'll be nice to have everybody under one roof next winter. So in the fall, we've got a a lot of work coming up anyway. But I wanted to talk to you guys today about the experience of opening that egg carton. You know, I mean, like when we fill one, 
We just do it at random. We don't pick certain eggs to go in certain cartons. And sometimes you'll get a huge double yolker egg and you put it in that carton and you can't quite flip the lid shut. That's part of that experience. So when people buy eggs from you, they open that carton. They see all those colors. They really enjoy what they're seeing and they show their friends, they show their family. And when they hit that egg against the bowl, they know they got to give her the onions, otherwise it's not going to break. You know, when you get your white eggs from the store, you barely need to hit those whatsoever, and they're cracked. Fact is, a lot of them are probably cracked by the time you get them home from the store, because you packed your groceries wrong, right? But uh, the experience that you get from having all those colors from having a carton that doesn't quite shut all the way because the eggs are so big. It's, it's something that gives you self-satisfaction that you spent that money to buy those. And right now, uh, egg prices went back down. I, I actually saw them in the store the other day. They were down there at, uh, I don't know, three bucks or something like that. So that's not too bad. Not too bad. And good for them that they lowered their prices, those assholes. But uh, when you crack one of our eggs, that school bus yellow yolk, that's part of the experience. Because, you know, when you buy the white eggs from the store, the El Cheapos, or what used to be El Cheapos, um, you know, it's kind of a whitish yellow yolk. It's not, it doesn't have a whole lot of color to it. That's because of the artificial light versus the real sunlight that these chickens are soaking in on a daily basis. You know? So, <clears throat> to those of you who may be interested in getting chickens and can't wait to get your first egg, hang in there. It takes a while to get there. Like I said, five and a half months before they lay their first eggs. And wait for that experience. And then eventually, you're going to get way too many eggs and you're going to need to sell them to people. And if you want somebody to truly feel like they're getting something, make it an experience. And you can do it even with eggs that are all the same color. You know what I mean? You don't need a rainbow egg carton like we have to give somebody an experience. You know, because you're going to have big ones, little ones, and everything else, even though they're all the same breed. And, you know, just getting something that's different from what they're used to will give them that experience. It's the little things in life. You know what I mean? So, there is something to be said for having 18 million different breeds of chickens in your flock. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway yeah so is what it is anyway I uh yeah I, I like having an experience like that and I don't know if you do too it's it's like if you if, if you buy eggs from Valonia Farm I can guarantee you it's not gonna be like buying them from anybody else you know just because of what happens when you open that carton so thank you very much for tuning in today and God bless you. And if you want to really know 
what breeds we have and uh, specifically what you can get for certain egg colors and that. You know, open your Hoover's Hatchery catalog and it will tell you the egg colors or your Murray McMurray catalogs if you go on their websites. Um, Easter Eggers, Olive Eggers, and, and all those, you know, you pay a little bit more for them, but you know what? You get a hell of a lot more eggs from those for a longer period of time, in my experience. Uh, there's also something to be said for the um, California Whites and the White Leghorns. Because, the, yeah, they do. They lay the white egg that you get in the store and, you know, what you're used to seeing. But they really crank them out for the first year. I mean, they top everybody as far as the, from the day they start laying to 365 days after that, you'll get the most eggs from them. But don't get me wrong, those Easter eggers and olive eggers and and Americanas and all that lay like a motherfucker too. I just think that they lay for the long run, you know, instead of dumping all their eggs at the first thing. But, you know, your Rhode Island Reds and your, your, uh, what the hell are they, the um, ISA Browns and Golden Comets and all those, they, they lay a hell of a lot of eggs, too. You know, anything that lays over 250 eggs a year is a really good layer, in my opinion. But you'll get uh, some of them that, you know, lay in the mid-300s. Okay, so, I mean, that's a hell of a layer. Hell of a layer. And uh, it's funny because the biggest eggs come from the smallest chickens. <laughs> like, we got these uh, white leghorns, and God, they had huge eggs, and they are the smallest chickens I've ever seen. I mean, you grab them and you carry them around the yard, which they're hard to catch anyway because they're kind of flighty. But, uh, yeah, that little chicken lays a huge egg, so that's pretty neat. It's, a, it's an anomaly that for which I will never know what the likes of are about. But anyway, God bless you, and thank you for tuning in today, and, uh, yeah, happy Sunday. Holy fuck, I hope this snow melts. Uh, I don't know what you think, but god dang it. Those of you in Australia, we're slightly jealous at the moment, because, uh, you're not dealing with this shit right now. Not for this long, anyway. So, thank you for tuning in, God bless you, and, uh, I'm out of here. Anyway... Have a good one.